Welcome to VMware Explore Europe. I am super stoked to be back in Barcelona 2022 for VMware Explorer. Jazz, I tell you. Barcelona. It's great to see so many people here. People really miss the in-person event. It's amazing that the amount of enthusiasm in Europe is mind-boggling, right? It's pretty good. I would say exceeds expectations. Like if it was a survey, it would be exceeds. Like this has been above and beyond what I expected. What is virtualization? You're going to learn today. Innovate like a startup, deliver like an enterprise. I hope you're coffeeed up and ready because it's going to be a great day. I know you're going to dig this. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Virtually Speaking Podcast with Pedro Aero and John Nicholson. All right, well, VMware Explore Barcelona is a wrap. John, takeaways. You know, I, I think I'm finally full of tapas. It's <laughs> it's time to just mas agua, mas agua. But uh, detox starts today. <laughs> yeah, detox. But, it, you know, m much like the too many plates that were coming last night at dinner, I have to say the amount of customer conversations, the amount yeah. of, of deep technical conversations, um, I gotta say, I can't. I can't think of a single question someone asked me. Where I was like, "Well, that would have been easy to Google." Like, it's we we had um, way more customers than we were expecting. Um, we had, and, and they they brought their A game. It's been oh, fun. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you're sitting next to our our very dear friend, Mr. Pete Keeler. Pete, how was your week? It was fantastic. You know, we've been doing this a long time, and uh, I think we all noticed the excitement around yeah. here and the energy level. It was really interesting. And, and I know we had a little bit of a break because of the lockdowns and stuff, but man, you wouldn't have known it by what we saw this week. And, and uh, it's been really a lot of fun. Yeah, you had multiple sessions. And, and yeah, the vSAN team has been crazy this week. Mm -hmm. I mean, every session had, I think, three peats, right? You guys yep. were doing yeah three sessions and they were all full. Uh, yeah, apparently the express storage architecture is something that people have a lot of questions about. Yeah, apparently so. We had um, a standing line outside of uh, the breakout rooms. After, with the full sessions that we already had, there was a waiting list of, uh, I mean, it looked like hundreds of people. So, hey, that's a good sign. I think we're doing something right there yeah. on there. And, and, and you know, we've, it's been about, what, uh, two months since we announced vSAN 8. Uh, and I think some of our customers have had a chance to learn a little bit about it, yeah. but they wanted to learn more. And so, hey, this was a great chance. One, one thing I noticed is um, previously when you, you'd ask the room, who's running vSAN? You, know, you go back to the early days, you had that, oh, there's one or two brave souls here in the 5.5 five days. And, and it, that pro progressed to where, you know, every customer I'm talking to has vSAN in some use case. And the conver it's more about how do, I, how do I adopt more? How do I add a new use case? How do I, how do I grow the, the environment? Oh, there's a lot of opportunity for, for, you know, our customers to really figure out how they could make their environment better because they've, they've had that early taste of, of having vSAN in their environment, maybe in some certain areas, and they've expanded yeah. and grown. But this is, this is seeing how that they could really take advantage of the latest and greatest hardware that we've really, really been able to optimize for. And, and that was the key difference here. And I think the excitement between the new Express Storage architecture. 
So taking a bit of back, I know one of the central themes of this conference was was multi-cloud. Um, but I've noticed there was very much was kind of a sovereign cloud flavor to the discussion in Europe. How have you seen, how have some of your conversations with customers been um, different, I guess, here than, than the Americas or back in San Francisco? Uh, one of the most significant parts I've noticed is that there, there, there definitely is a uh, very strong concern around uh, regulatory requirements, uh, making sure that they that they comply with those regulatory requirements and having the flexibility to have solutions that will work on premises and in the cloud where it fits best uh, and that's that's something that I, I think was one of the big uh, takeaways you and I both met with a lot of customers this week uh, and that was really noticeable and I think something that we're you know that we're, we're really mindful of right now. Yeah, it was interesting because you talked to some customers like, well, I've got one use case that this makes sense to put this in AVS or put this in VMC. And then you'd, you'd walk in and talk to someone else and be like, well, you know, what are you looking at for public cloud? And, you know, nine, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's a very, very simple, um, you know, seeing the different. But but it was good to see that we had solutions that would work for both of those customers. Yeah, for sure. So uh, vSAN was popular for sure. But, yeah, there's, there was a lot going on this week. Of course, we had the announcements at VMware Explorer US for vSphere 8, vSAN 8, and even ARIA. It's nice to see all of these products are now GA. Yeah, I, I'm, I was even getting ARIA questions. I think I had to explain it four times, so I had to channel Jad, uh, my inner Jad, for that. But well, and the credit uh, to them, their sessions were packed. Oh, yeah. I saw some of the uh, some of the photos. I didn't have a chance to visit any of those, but uh, certainly I would have been out in the waiting line like everybody else. Uh, but that was a great sign as well, because obviously we're doing something right. Well, and I don't want to cut everyone out on my secret here, but the, the second they announce the dates for next year, it's time to book your hotels, mark your calendars, get ahead of the game, because, I mean, this this is more packed than ever, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next thing. Yeah, I am too. I'll be here. Yeah, hopefully. for sure. You know, it's funny, you know, VMware Explore US, there was, I think there was at one moment, there was sort of a, a lean towards, you know, more uh, customer sessions, more maybe lighter on the tech. And uh, it was really nice to see that that changed here in Barcelona. There was a, a quick change to let's really focus on some of these more technical sessions. Uh, and uh, and yeah, the, the European crowd really showed up. I think at one point they were projected for 4,500 and I think it was somewhere in the nines in terms of attendance. And whether you, we were at the booth uh, or in sessions, it just seemed like the questions that we were getting from the European audience were, were very deep and, and very important. They, like it wasn't just like, oh, how are you? This was like really like, I'm doing this, I need specifics. I think one of the, the nice benefits that we see from, from our roles is we get a really good feeling on what the customers want to hear. Yeah. And that was one of the most significant uh, takeaways of the week. Nice. They wanted some technical information. Yeah, my, my my schedule of technical sessions went from, you know, I was like, oh, this is going to be a really easy conference. I've just got a little podcasting with Pete to, oh, dear God, uh, I, I, haven't had, I haven't had time to eat lunch the past three days. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, I'm going to go eat some some more tapas after this Pete don't worry I'll get fed but uh, it's 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 been that that pivot to technical back to technical discussions um, it definitely happened absolutely well as I mentioned we had so many great conversations this past week and we'll be sharing those with you in the coming weeks but before we get back on the plane I want to share one conversation we had with our CTO Kit Colbert we had a chance to capture his thoughts on VMware Explorer 2022 so take a listen all right John back VMware Explorer Barcelona version how you feeling I was gonna say the, the the energy here is incredible, Pete. Um, this is, I mean, I've been coming to this show specifically here in Barcelona for like seven years, 
and I've never seen it this packed. It's never felt this busy. Uh, the amount of questions, the customers, all the products, it, it's just a lot of fun. Absolutely, and uh, we've got a great guest here. We, we spoke to him after VMware Explorer US, and we've got him back, our very own CTO, Kit Colbert. Welcome back. Well, thanks for having me. So uh, I just want to get your take. What has it been like for you here in Barcelona this week? Well, let's echo the sentiments just mentioned. Uh, energy, like it's it's amazing. The passion, uh, so many folks here. It just feels like the conference of old in many ways, right? It's been three years, but we've got just as many. I don't know if it's just as many people, but it feels like just as many people. Yeah, I heard like up to almost 10,000. 10, yeah, yeah. I think the registration is actually even higher than that. Wow. I'm not sure how many people showed up in person, uh, but you know, we got press and analysts, we got customers, we got partners, we got all sorts of folks, so a lot of great content. So overall, the energy is really high. I think people in general, just like in the US, are just happy to be back, back in person, seeing people they haven't seen in many years. Yeah, sure. So I heard a similar thing in VMware Explorer US that I heard here, which was the uh, cloud chaos to cloud smart. Yep. And I'm just curious, I know you talk to a lot of customers. How has that been resonating with folks uh, this week? Very strongly. You know, it's pretty funny, actually. Um, this cloud chaos term, and well, and cloud smart. <laughs> when I first heard about them many months ago, as we were prepping for the U.S., like I was like, that's interesting. But as we talked to it with customers, it's really resonated with them. They are like, wow, the terms make sense. They accurately describe where I am, and it's been it's been really interesting because it opens up a, a new vocabulary and also new areas of exploration. We see some customers, for instance, who have not yet gone very far into the cloud. So they, they look at that journey from cloud first to cloud chaos to cloud smart, and they're like, hey, can I just skip the cloud chaos phase? And we're like, well, if you buy some VMware, we can definitely help you with that, right? But, uh, but no, it's, uh, so I think it makes a lot of sense. I think we still got some education to do on the cloud smart side, like what exactly does cloud smart mean? I think people intuitively get cloud chaos, but cloud smart is really around, in my mind, adopting an architecture that allows you to have freedom in terms of where you want to place an application. Not that you necessarily would move it between clouds, but that you can choose a cloud for whatever reasons you want because of price or security or feature functionality, et cetera, and you're not, the technology is not limiting you. And that's really the sort of cloud smart architecture. So going through some of the, you've obviously met with a lot of customers and analysts. Are there any other trends or common questions that keep coming up um, that you're seeing this week? Yeah, I think a couple of things. You know, we talked about sovereign clouds at the general session. And uh, sovereignty is like a really big issue here in Europe, obviously. Um, they do use public cloud, but oftentimes their companies are under regulatory scrutiny or governments. They, they need, need to use clouds that live within their country that keep data you know, within their country boundaries. And so the Sovereign Cloud Initiative is super interesting for them. The other one is obviously the energy discussion. Like we're kind of all facing like higher prices uh, for energy in various ways, but here we got a real energy crisis. And not only is cost a concern, but actually energy shortages yeah. are also a concern. It blew my mind when you said that the level of increase in uh, usability was like 200% in so much time. Like It seems yeah. like this is a crisis almost. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we got the crisis coming this winter, uh, which is that, you know, there's, there's going to be energy, very possibly energy shortages where things will just stop functioning because there's no power for it, right? Like, um, I heard that an automotive customer was worried about some of their manufacturing lines going down simply because there wasn't enough power. So that's what's happening today. We got to move quickly to address those issues. But to your point, if you project forward energy use increase up to 2030, you see yeah, an over 200% increase there. And obviously this is a projection. 
things can change, but that's a real scary number because we already have challenges today. How are we going to increase by 2x? Well, and it's been interesting talking to customers about the tools. I mean, that was the original promise of VMware was consolidation. Yep. And I remember talking to a customer, and I used to always ask them, how many VMs are you running on host? And I'd kind of prod them. Let's go a little denser, go to a little denser. And I talked to someone today, how many servers do you have on your host? About 120. And I'm like, wow, that number's come up over the years. It has. Um, the, the value of you know DRS and DPM and the core things, as well as container packing and other things we can do, and yep. more efficient usage of GPUs. Um, it looks like these these people you know may not even have realized they had all these tools. But I saw the vis increased green visibility and metrics. Yep, we're doing a lot in terms of visibility uh, at the vSphere level, at the vRealize level, um, to kind of get people. Uh, green, what we call green scores to help them understand how they're doing overall. And, you know, there's, by the way, there's a subtle distinction between sustainability, which is really around reducing carbon use, and then uh, energy more generally. And so there's definitely an energy crisis, but that energy crisis in Europe is very much rooted in carbon. And so, you know, a lot of the innovations and, and investments we've been doing on the sustainability side are now paying off really well from the energy standpoint. No, it's, um, I mean, we're doing all we can in the short term, but also looking at more long-term planning on efficiencies. Even as uh, we get through supply crunches, you know, we're, I'm in Texas, we're shipping all the natural gas onto ships we can, I promise. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but it's it's one of those things of looking at, one, you know, how we're going to do our purchasing, where we're going to put our colocation, where are they sourcing that from, how do I get better visibility these metrics? I mean, historically, a lot of data center admins, they look at power as, oh, it's the fixed capital cost for the, the AC distribution or, Oh, I've got a. That's that's in my contract. It's a fixed budget, and now it's something that they're they're having to pay a lot more attention to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you combine that with the macroeconomic challenges <laughs> that we're having, seeing tightening budgets across the board, and so. But but in some ways, you know, that's a useful forcing function because it does make people focus more on efficiency, which. Sometimes you know, people haven't really hasn't been as top of mind compared it's, to other things. I mean, I remember the great financial crisis. There was a lot of consolidation because we can't buy yep. any new hosts. There's no budget for capital. Yep. How do we how do we P to V more stuff? I've got yep. I've got three hosts. Let's see what we can clown car on there because <laughs> you know the servers. I mean, literally in some cases, hardware was dying yeah. out from underneath me. So it's I don't welcome for some functions you know yep. upon anyone. But when they do show up, it's it's time to use all the tools you have. Yeah, and uh, you know as we talked about higher consolidation ratios. We're putting out a lot more technologies there. So I, I do think we are supporting customers in this journey, making it easier to get more out of the systems they have. Sounds like it. Yeah, and it's so exciting to hear all of the products that we announced in VMware Explorer that are now mm -hmm. GA, Aria, which has been amazing, and vSphere 8 and vSAN 8. Have you had any customer conversations around these new announcements this week? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, obviously people have yet to get their hands on sure. them, so have yet to fully you know, take a look at it. But I think there, there's a lot of excitement, You know, things like Monterey, the DPU SmartNIC being out there sure. um, is like very interesting to folks, and uh, particularly from an efficiency standpoint, both in terms of maximizing the amount of CPU cycles they can get for their workloads, as well as looking at overall power consumption. Things like Monterey play right into that. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, I mean, people are excited about uh, vSAN. People are excited. You know, they're they're very interested in Northstar and that sort of you know lateral security oh, approach yeah. that that it brings. So, you know, kind of across the board, there's a lot of good stuff happening, a lot of excitement. Absolutely. Well, it is late, and uh, I just want to thank you. I want to let you go to have some sangria, some tapas. Yes, for or, sure. Or maybe even take a nap, something. <laughs> yeah, maybe all of the above. But make, yeah. make the most of Barcelona while we're here. Absolutely. Thanks, kid. All right. Thanks for having me.
Yeah, it's been a great week. Uh, so many great sessions. Uh, John and I, as, uh, as we mentioned, had, had lots of good conversations uh, with uh, blockchain, Green Plum, just vSAN. So many, so many great conversations. And uh, I can't wait to go back home and actually watch a lot of these sessions on demand. Uh, and then and then just get ready for the next one. Uh, Pete, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, John, until next time, my friend. Until next time, sir.